Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. I'm about to catch up with a very gorgeous young lady that I haven't spoken to in ages. It's Kim Gregory from Take a Break magazine. Hello, you. Hello, Jill. It's been so long. It really has, Kim. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. I'm very excited to be speaking to you again. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to be speaking to you as well. And uh, are, are, we, are we okay to kind of talk about the big news um, in your life at the moment? Or Yes, of course. The gorgeous Shan, your sister. She's, she's due her first baby in December. She is. It's not long at all. So any loyal listeners might remember Shan from when she used to do this. Um, and she's got a first baby coming in about two months. Oh my goodness! Oh, you're going to be an auntie. Is this the first time you're going to be an auntie? Yeah, yeah. Oh first baby goodness. coming along. I just didn't know if you had brothers and sisters or anything like that. No, Others and Shan. Just me and Shan. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know all the Gregorys, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all fabulous. Oh, the best of luck to Shan. Honestly, we wish her all the very best. Um, how have you been? Yeah, good, thank you. Other than, I'm sure you've spoke about this a lot, but the sky yesterday really freaked me out for the day. But other than that, fine. I know, there was just this sense of impending doom, wasn't there? It was just awful, absolutely awful. Well, we're kind of getting it a little bit worse up here today than it was yesterday. Um, So hopefully that'll clear uh, a little bit later on. But listen, you always make the skies seem so bright and sunny when you come on. Honestly, I'm so cheesy, haven't I? (laughs) I love it though, keep it coming. (laughs) Well, listen, the brand new copy of Take a Break magazine it's still on the shelves you've still got time to get it and uh, what is your story for this week Kim? So this week it's called Back from the Dead and it's about these two little twin babies Um, so it's from a lady called Lindsay Fletcher and her and her boyfriend Josh were very much in shock when they found out they were having twins at their 11 week scan they said they went home they looked around their living room and Lindsay said It's probably going to be really noisy in here soon. And Josh was like, and smelly. Because they just couldn't believe how much their lives were going to change so drastically when when the twin boys arrived. But before they had a chance to come to terms with it properly, something happened. Lindsay went to the toilet and she discovered that she was bleeding and she cried, Josh, I think I'm, ha- I think I'm miscarrying. So I quickly called the NHS non-emergency number 111 and an ambulance was sent. In hospital, Lindsay was examined and the doctor said, you haven't miscarried. So she was really relieved, but he hadn't finished. He said, there's still a risk that you might in future and we won't be able to stop it. So three long days passed while Lindsay waited and then she went for another scan. This time, she clutched her mum Pam's necklace in her hand. Pam had passed away a few months earlier and Lindsay hoped that she was watching over their twins now. The doctor said afterwards, they're both okay. The bleeding is due to a clot and it will stop. Lindsay offered up a little prayer of thanks to her mum because she was so relieved. Soon after, they discovered that the twin boys were identical But after their rocky start, Lindsay was prepared for a bumpy journey. And it was just as well, because at 20 weeks, she was diagnosed with a condition called twin-to-twin transfusion syndrome, which meant that one of the babies was taking all of the nutrients from the placenta and the other was getting almost nothing. And the consultant said, it's life-threatening for both of them. Lindsay asked, is there anything you can do? There is one option, he said. Lindsay thought, I'll do it, I'll do anything. But then she heard what the solution was. He said, you could terminate one of the babies. 
it would give the other one a better chance of survival. Lindsay looked at Josh and his expression of shock and despair said it all. They told the consultant that they'd discuss it, but back at home in Devon, they both knew that there was nothing at all to talk about. They returned to the hospital and told the consultant, these twins were created at the same time. They both deserve a chance. He said, it's going to be a critical few weeks. But they knew they couldn't do anything except hope for the best and ask Lindsay's mum to watch over them. Two weeks went by and then Lindsay started to bleed again. Deep down, she knew the boys were in trouble, but it was still a shock when she was told, one of them is in distress, they have to be delivered now. But I'm only 27 weeks along, she said. It was so soon for her babies to be born, but they had no choice. So Josh went with her, she was taken to the operating theatre and given local anaesthetic. Then the surgeons got to work. Throughout, she clutched her mum's necklace in one hand and Josh's hand in the other. Please, Mum, Lindsay thought, please save my babies. She felt a tug in and closed her eyes and waited for a cry. But there wasn't one, there was just silence. Are they alive, she asked repeatedly. No one replied. She looked about frantically as the team of medics surrounded the twins. There wasn't anything she could do other than pray. Minutes passed and she lay there helpless, desperate to hear something that meant they'd survived. Then a voice broke the silence. At first, Lindsay worried she'd imagined it, but she hadn't. They're alive, the surgeon said. She put her hand over her face and wept. The boys were taken off to intensive care, and Lindsay told Josh, go with them. And then she was taken up to the ward to recover. She kept trying to imagine what her sons looked like, and when Josh came to see Lindsay, she was full of questions. But he was in shock and said, they're in a really bad way, Lindsay. She said, I want to see them. She was wheeled to intensive care and the sight that met her eyes left her reeling. The twins were tiny, their bodies no bigger than her hand. She thought, they're too small to survive this. They named them Harley and Noah. Harley was the bigger one of the two babies, weighing two pounds, while Noah was just one pound six ounces. They survived the night, but next morning, on Lindsay's birthday, the doctor said, we don't think Noah will make it. I suggest you make arrangements. Josh followed the doctor out of the room and Lindsay heard him say, please don't let him die on her birthday, it'll kill her. But the doctors could only do so much and they knew it was all down to the boys themselves. And it turned out that they were fighters. So Noah battled on and as the days passed, they both grew much, much stronger. At three weeks, they were finally allowed to hold them for the first time and then seven days later, Harley was taken off his ventilator. Eventually, he was even well enough for them to take him home. But it did feel bittersweet. While they were really thankful that Harley had pulled through, as they walked out of the hospital, Lindsay said to Josh, there should be four of us going home. What if there's never four of us? But Josh said, they've come this far. Noah will make it. Lindsay felt so guilty for taking Harley away from his brother. She could finally be a mum, cuddling and feeding her baby without a midwife's permission but she couldn't enjoy it because half of her was always with Noah. She visited him during the day with Harley and Josh went in the evenings. Then one day in hospital, Lindsay read through Harley's notes. Harley had been lifeless for five minutes before resuscitation and Noah for seven. She couldn't believe it. Her babies had died during the birth and then come back to life. They really are little miracles, she told Josh. And that fact actually 
as upsetting as it was to hear, it gave them a lot of hope. And there was a lot of up and downs, but gradually, Noah did become stronger. And then finally, when he was seven months old, he was allowed to go home. The boys had been apart for so long that they had completely different needs and routines and they wouldn't even acknowledge each other at first. It was as though they had forgotten they were twins. And Lindsay struggled. She became obsessed with feeding them to fatten them up and she found it tough to accept what had happened. But gradually, it became easier. And now the twins are both 16 months old. Nora is a smiley little boy and Harley is boisterous and they're such a little happy little family of four. Lindsay said that at times it's hard to believe what they've overcome to get here and their strength amazes her every single day. She said, I wish mum was here to enjoy them, but I know that wherever she is, she's watching over them and keeping them safe. Oh my goodness, Kim. Honestly, I could just burst out crying right now with kind of sadness and happiness. You know, what could have been and what has actually transpired. It's the most incredible story. It really, really is. And I I think to come across records like that and see that your, your children you know, hadn't actually survived the birth and then were able to be resuscitated after such a length of time. I mean, five, seven minutes. It just sounds incredibly long. That must have been the most agonising five or seven minutes for the couple. It's just incredible. It really, really is. And what little fighters they are. I know, I know. I love that the doctors could only do so much and it was completely down to them to make it. And they did. They were so small and so young and so little, but they fought through and they made it. And if you looked at them now, honestly, you wouldn't even know that there'd been anything wrong. They're absolutely gorgeous and they look so fit and healthy and... It's lovely. It's lovely to see. Honestly, Kim, I just want to. Oh, I, I want to cuddle them. I really do. You I just know, make me, me want to cuddle them. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start a new thing where everyone that's been in take a break comes into the office. At least all the babies. So exactly. We can cuddle them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's so many people in take a break. I want to cuddle, including me the staff. <laughs> oh, oh, listen. Well, you give. Or maybe we'll get a cuddle from Shan's baby very soon. Oh, um, yes. That'd be lovely. We'll need to get her up to Glasgow to the studio and uh, yeah definitely and you of course but uh, listen it's been great to speak to you it really has it's always lovely to catch up with you Kim and obviously if anybody wants to get the current issue then uh, there's that story and loads more brilliant stories in Take a Break magazine as always so uh, do go out and get it you can also uh, take a look online have you got the web address? Indeed, it's www.takebreak.co.uk. And don't forget, the new issue is out on Thursday. Kim, you have a great week, and we'll speak to you again very soon here on RNIV Connect Radio. Oh, thanks, Jill. It's been lovely as always. You too. There we go. The gorgeous Kim Gregory from Take a Break magazine. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.